Give the Lord a hand of praise, you. I want to talk something. I want to talk something about rapture. And I'm going to speak for a few minutes, then I'll spend all my time moving around praying for people and prophesying. Can I do that? Yes. Am I able to do that? Yes. I'll do the best I can. Yes. Can I do the best I can? Yes. Let me talk something about rapture. Rapture. Say rapture. rapture. Say it again. Rapture. Say it again. Rapture. Number one, before we do, we talk Ooh. anything else. I'd like to do something that is very important. Um, uh, I want you to release an anointing for finances. To, to everybody who is in this house, of course. But to you, specific. Specifically, this anointing is for you. I just want to do something, which is very important. That whatever we are doing here, prophecy, the healings, or all what we are doing, all we are trying to tell you is Jesus is coming again. Do you hear that? All we are trying to do is Jesus is coming again. So there's no any way I'd be holding a microphone every time preaching to you and ministering to you if that spirit of Jesus is coming again is not yet invested in you. Am I talking to somebody? It's very important for us to understand the dynamics of rapture and what is rapture all about. And I've come up with this teaching entitled Dynamics of Rapture. And I'm going to start today I feel rapture is about to happen. I feel it. I don't know how you are feeling it, but that's how I'm feeling it. Rapture is about to take place. And Jesus Christ is about to come. Are you hearing me? Yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. We're in the days where Jesus Christ can come anytime, any soon, any sooner. And you have to get prepared because Jesus Christ can come. The Bible says, and it shall be like the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. What were the days of Solomon and Gomorrah? People were what? Eating, drinking, marrying, getting married. Hear that? And one day I was asking myself a question. The Bible says the days of Solomon and Gomorrah, people were eating and drinking and marrying and remarrying and, and getting married. And I was asking myself a question to say, was it wrong? Until God told me, he said, that was not wrong. But what the Bible tries to say is, in the days of Noah, People were eating and drinking. That means, I mean, people were also getting married and, and, and marrying. That means people were relaxing. They relaxed. People were busy painting, building, constructing, doing all those sort of things, getting married. They forgot that any day from now, we're going to have destruction taking place. And we are in the days such like those days where everybody is so busy right now, building, getting married, wanting to get married, prophet pray for me, I want to get married, I want to get... Everybody is busy. The Bible says it shall be like that and it's like that. Yes, people will be busy marrying, getting married, doing all sorts of things, and they'll forget Jesus Christ is coming again. And I've come here to tell you something, that when he is coming again, you are not going to remain behind. You're going to be raptured by the power of the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody shout, I hear you, prophet. We are in the days where Jesus Christ can come. 
I heard somebody telling me we are in the last days. I said, you are wrong, my brother. We are not in the last days. We are in end times. Last days are all, come on, way back on. We're not in the end times. Last and end, is, 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 these are two different words. I mean, when somebody says we're in the last days, and somebody says we're in end times, it's two different words and terminologies altogether. Look at this. If you see the Bible saying in the last days, in the last days, the Bible says in the last days, the following shall happen. Parents shall kill their children. Children shall kill their parents. There shall be so many people. T- oh, come on. Should I, should I repeat all what the Bible says? Should I just remind you of some few things? I'm going to remind you of the, the few things which are so difficult that you, you never knew they were in the Bible that that's going to happen. You know the things like nations shall rise against nation. Uh, there shall be floods. There shall be droughts. These are the things that you know. But I'm going to tell you the things that I know you have never thought about. And I'm going to remind you right now. Can I remind you right now? Yes. One time I spoke in passing. Let me tell you today. The Bible talks about seals. Say seals. And most of the seals that are in the, book of, in the book of Revelation are to do with a beast. And it's amazing to see how nations, countries, they have taken public seals and have used the beast, which the book of Revelation talks about. Am I talking to somebody? The public seal of our country, there's a lion fighting against what? A leopard. And it's in the Bible. You, you go on the book of Daniel, you find it there. He saw a leopard fighting against the lion, and that's our public seal. And most countries, if you look at their public seals, you see eagles, you see lions, you see all sorts of things that in the book of Revelation. And it's right there in the Bible. So all these things were in the category of the last days, and they already, they already took place. We have in the Bible, there are 54 things written that once they'll happen, Jesus Christ will come. And 53 things have taken place and only one is remaining. Oh, I think I must stop preaching here. Then. There are 54 things written in the Bible saying once they will happen, Jesus Christ is going to come. And I, listen, among these things are what you know, usually the most common things like there shall be rising uprising, we have uprisings in Syria. If you read the book of Revelation, I mean Isaiah, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Let me just show you something. What is happening in Syria right now, it is one of the last days prophecy. I mean end times prophecy. Let me read it for you. Go to the book of Isaiah 17. You'll find out all what is happening there now is a prophecy. What is happening in Egypt right now is a prophecy. Open a Bible. If you're still opening, say wait for me. The burden against Damascus. The prophecy against Damascus. Where is Damascus? Damascus in Syria, right? Now let's see what, ha- what will happen in Damascus. This is like 4,000 years ago. This prophecy came about these days that we are in. Behold, Damascus will cease from being a city. And what's happening now? Is Damascus more a city? Everybody has run away from Damascus. And the Bible says, Behold, Damascus will cease from being a city. And to be a ruinous heap. And the cities of Aura are forsaken. They will be for flocks which lie down and no one will make them afraid. 
For the fortress also seized from Ephraim and the kingdom from Damascus and the remnant of Syria. They will be as the glory of the children of Israel, says the Lord of hosts. In that day it shall come to pass that the glory of Jacob will be when and the fatness of his flesh grown lean. It shall be as when the harvester gathers the grain and, and reaps the heads with his arm. It shall be as he who gathers herds of grain in the valley of Lephem. Yet greening crops will be left in it, like the shaking of the olive tree, two or three olives, and on the top of the uppermost bowl, four of the five in its most fruitful branches, says the Lord of hosts of Israel. In that day, a man will look to his master, and his eyes will have respect for the Holy One of Israel. He will not look for the altars, the work of the hands. He will not respect what his fingers have made, nor the wooden images, nor the incense. In that day, his strong cities will be as forsaken bow and an uppermost branch which they left because of the children of Israel. And there will be desolation because you have forgotten the God of your salvation and have not been mindful of the rock of your stronghold. Therefore, you will plant present plants and set out foreign seedlings. In the day, you will make your plant to grow and in the morning, you will make your seed to flourish. But the harvest will be a heap of ruins in the day of grief and desperate sorrow. Woe to the multitude of many people who make noise like a roar of the seas, and there will be rushing of nations that make rushing like the rushing of the mighty waters. Now, look at this. The Bible says in Damascus, there will be so many nations that are going to rise to intervene in the affairs of the city as the rising of many waters. And we hear the Bible talking about America, Germany, France, ISIS. And all those things rising and invading Syria and trying to, and just as the Bible talks about. Now, look at this. It says, the nations will rush like the rushing of many waters, but God will rebuke them and they will flee away far. And if you are following the news of now, you will hear that Assad is getting stronger and stronger and chasing the nations that are coming there every day. Chasing the enemies. And if you have seen the newspaper, I mean, or, or the newspaper on, online or in the, in the houses on Jezela and all sorts of, of, of uh, networks we have, they are saying Assad regime is gaining. And the Bible says he will chase them away. And it's in the Bible. The Bible says nations will rise. There will be so many people rising against Syria. But God will give them strength. They will chase them away. You hear that? And that's what is happening. There is no any president on earth that resisted America for four months. But this man has resisted for four years because it's in the Bible. So they will rise against him, but they will not defeat him. Now, you hear that? The Bible says, the, the, um, Then behold, at eventide, trouble. And before the morning, he is no more. This is the portion of those who plunder us and the lot of those who rob us. The Bible says there'll be war, 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 and they'll, th they'll think like, we'll remove him, we'll remove him, we'll remove him, but the, the man will not die. Do you hear that? But the Bible says God has set a morning. In that morning, the king who is there will be no more. Now, look at this. Just look at this, if you're still following. How many wants to hear about rapture? How many want to hear about rapture here? All right, just look at this. Let's look about the prophecy about um, Iraq 
Iraq, in those days, it was called Babylon. Now, I just want to see the prophecy about Iraq and what's happening with Iraq. Isaiah 13, from verse 1. The burden against Babylon, which Isaiah the son of Amos saw, lift up a banner of the high, on the high mountain, raise your voice to them, wave your hand that they enter the girls of the nobles. I have commanded my sanctified ones. I have also called my mighty ones for my anger, those who rejoice in my exhortation. The noise of the multitude in the mountains, like that of many people. A tremendous noise of the kingdoms of nations gathered together. Now look at this. Nations are gathering together because of Iraq today. The Lord of host masters, the army of, for battle. They come from a far country, from the end of heaven. The Lord and his weapons of indignation to destroy the whole land. Wherefore the day of the Lord is at hand. It will come as destruction from the Almighty. This is now about rapture. The Bible now is warning us about rapture. And if we hear these things happening in Iraq, we must know the day of the Lord is at hand. When we shall see nations coming from afar, going to Babylon to destroy Babylon, which is Iraq, we must know that the day of the Lord is at, far, is, is, is at hand. Wherefore the day of the Lord is at hand, it will come as a destruction from the Almighty. Therefore all hands will be limp, every man's heart will melt, and they will be frayed. Pangs and sorrows will hold for of them. They will be in pain, and as a woman is giving childbirth, they will be amazed at one another. Their faces will be like frames. Behold, the day of the Lord comes cruel, with both wrath, fierce anger. This is about rapture. And to the land uh, uh, desolate, it's about tribulations. These are tribulations, the troubles, which people will suffer in the days of rapture or before rapture. For the stars of heaven, all right, I just want to jump to verse 11. I will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their iniquity. I will hurt the arrogance of the proud and I will lay out to the naughtiness of the terrible. I will make mortal more rare than find God, a man more than the God word of earth. Therefore, I will shake the heavens and the earth will move out of the place. Now, look at how God knows science. The earth is on orbit. It rotates on orbit. And the Bible says God will shake it and the earth will move out on its place. Now, I'll not talk much about that. I just want to give up the foundation of what I'm teaching you today. I just want to see something. Who has NIV Bible? NIV. I want you to see uh, the war that is happening in, uh, uh, between Israel and, and what? Gaza. Gaza and what? Do you follow? Do you, do you know there's war in, in Israel, right? They're fighting with what? Huh? Answer me. They're fighting with what? Philistines, right? Now, look, look at Isaiah. Look at Isaiah. Uh, chapter, um, let's see, Isaiah 14 from verse 29, from verse 28. Do not rejoice, all you Philistines, that the rod that strikes you is broken. From the root of that snake will spring forth a viper. His fruit will be darting, venomous, seven. The poorest of the poor will find pasture. 
and the needy will lie down in safety. But you, but your roots are destroyed by famine and slay your survivors. Where you girt whole your city, melt away all your Philistines. A cloud of smoke comes from the north, and there is not struggler in, the, in his ranks. What answer shall be given to the envoys of that nation? The Lord has established Zion, and, is, and in her his afflict, afflicted people will find refuge. Now, look at what the Bible is talking about. It's saying, Woe, you God, whole you city, melt away. And we all know, if you are watching Al and all CNN and all that, they were announcing that the Jews, they have melted Gaza, pounded Gaza. And this is, I think, two months ago. We had Israel pounding Gaza, melting the city. And the Bible says from the north, which is Israel, Israel is to their north. It says they are coming fighters. In their ranks, there's no any person who struggles. And now, look at this. All these things have taken place. But the amazing things that I want to show you today, amazing things that I want to show you today, and you'll be so shocked. Can I shock you? Can I shock you? All right, let's begin with this. The Bible... has so many prophecies. <laughs> now, look at this. Are you afraid? Are you afraid? Now, look at this. 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 There's something that I want you to know. Rapture is the most difficult subject. Isaiah 11, verse 15. 11.15. I will shock you. Are you ready for shock? Are you ready for shock? 15. And the Lord will utterly destroy the tongue of the sea of Egypt and will wave his hand over the river with his scorching breath and strike it into seven channels and he will lead people across in sandals. Read again in your Bible. One, two, three, go read it. What's the meaning of that? What's the meaning of that? Number one, we must understand the word Egypt is where Jesus Christ was crucified. Jesus was crucified in Egypt, not in Israel. Everybody is quiet. He was crucified in Egypt. Isaiah 11, quickly, Isaiah 11, let me show you. Go to Isaiah 11 and you see what I'm talking about. Can I read it for you? Isaiah 11. Are you there? Sorry, Revelation chapter 11. Verse 8. Revelation 11 verse 8. I want you to hear something. The Bible says, And their dead bodies will lie in the streets of the great city that symbolically is called Sodom and Egypt, where our Lord was crucified. No, 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 no. Is it in your Bible like that? Yes. Huh? Yes. The Bible says he was crucified away. Egypt. Egypt, 
and where? Sodom. Symbolically. Physically, he was crucified in Israel. But the Bible says symbolically, he was crucified in Sodom and in Egypt. Maybe it's only my Bible. What is, what is your Bible saying? Read your Bible. What is it saying? I think our Bible is not talking the same things. Uh, their bodies will lie in the, in the plastic squares of the great city, which is figurative called Sodom and Egypt, where also their Lord was crucified. And the dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. You hear that? Spiritually. That's where Jesus Christ was crucified. Where? Egypt and what? In other words, Sodom, Egypt are the presentation of this world. Or a sinful world. That's why the children of Israel, they were in Egypt for so many years as a sign of a country or of the world. Now, Egypt represents the world, of a sinful world, spiritually. Sodom, Gomorrah, all these cities, spiritually, they represent the world of sin. Am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking to somebody here? Now, look, the Bible says God will take them out of Egypt on seven channels. Other vision says on the seventh day, God will take them out and they will cross over in sandals. Mm. Did your Bible say that? He said they'll cross over with what? With the sandals. And what is the meaning of that? That's just a definition of rapture. That when God will take us out of this world, because Egypt is a, is a figure or a presentation of the world. Now the Bible says when God will take us out of this world, we'll cross with his sandals. First Corinthians 15. Let's see something. First Corinthians 15. All right, 44. It says, it is sown a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last, Adam, a life-giving spirit. The spiritual did not confess, but the natural and none of the spiritual. The first man was of the dust, the earth. The second man of heaven, as was earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. And as is the heavenly man, so are also those who are of heaven. And just as we have become the image of the earthly man, so shall we bear the image of the heavenly man. I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. <laughs> Let's hear this mystery. We will know not all sleep, but we will all be changed. The Bible said, and they will move out in sandals, which is just a meaning of the transformation. Are you still there? It's a meaning of what? Transformation. Transformation. We will be all changed from the mortal body to the immortal body. Now the Bible said they will cross over of, out of Egypt in sandals. But God will destroy it in seven days. How many days? How many days? Seven days. And I told you before, 
Let's see something before I continue. Thank you. 